1: Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome in. Trevor Lane here for LakersNation.com, your home for everything Lakers. This is the LakersNation.com game show slash podcast. Well, unfortunately, game five went about the way kind of expected it to. Not exactly. The Lakers had a chance, but you knew that Memphis, the context around this game, Memphis was going to have some advantages in terms of energy. The, uh, the I think I thought they were going to have fresher legs. They would be able to rebound quicker. Coming off of that overtime game back in LA in game four or uh, in game three. And the Lakers now find themselves going back to LA for game six. You fall to Memphis in this one, and we've got plenty to talk about, plenty to break down. But now it's back to game six, and the pressure flips to the Lakers now. Pressure was on Memphis to come up big today and get a win and stave off elimination. Now it's on the Lakers who have to put an end to this series in Game 6 because you don't want to have to go back to Memphis for Game 7. So we'll see how the Lakers will respond. Some missed opportunities in this one, but also the Lakers just didn't seem to have the same level of energy uh, as the Grizzlies, which we thought might be the case here. So lots to break down, but um, yeah, let's get into it. Senpai, to put nicely, I don't want to see Malik Beasley on the floor in the playoffs again. He started the fourth quarter. Darvin Ham, this is the playoffs enough. Yeah, so Beasley was was not not good in this this, uh, game. Has not been good in the series. And really, Troy Brown has not shot the ball well either. There have been a few Lakers role players that have simply not shot the ball well uh, in the postseason. But Beasley did not shoot well in this one again. Uh, But it wasn't just him. There were a number of guys. I, I really thought, looking at this game, AD, Anthony Davis had a fantastic game. 31 points, 19 rebounds. This is what you needed out of him. And my goodness, if AD goes back to like a 13-shot attempt game, uh, like we saw in, uh, in Game 4, that could put you in trouble uh, in Game 6. But AD was a monster. 31 points, 19 rebounds, 2 blocks. The problem was, I don't think anyone else had a... Good game literally looking at the team i don't think anyone else had a good game moves ad and that was it nobody else had a good game austin reeves four for 13 shooting that's very un austin like plus four turnovers lebron five turnovers 15 points he had 10 boards and five assists but five for 17 shooting one for nine from three D'Lo had a little had a stretch there for the Lakers where he got going, had an 8-0 run by himself in the third to start the quarter off, got the Lakers within one, but finished four for 11. Had 10 assists, so you'll take that particularly on a game. I mean, 10 assists in a game where the Lakers weren't shooting the ball particularly well. That's somewhat impressive, but again, the game was just not efficient enough on the offensive end for the Lakers. And we talked about this coming in. I said the Grizzlies are going to have advantages in terms of The energy, their backs are against the wall. It's literally win or go home. That's a difficult mindset to replicate. Even if we say, you know, oh, you have to play. You have to match energy with the Grizzlies. That's going to be difficult to do. Uh, And and again, just being a younger team in general, thought they would recover faster from the overtime game in game four. And so what I said going in was what the Lakers are going to need to mitigate the big advantages Memphis is going to have in this game is an outlier three-point shooting game. And they haven't shot the ball well from three all series with the exception of game one. And so I said they need 42 plus percent from three. Instead, they went the other way, shot 26% from three, and I'm rounding up to get there. And that's including a a couple of Malik Beasley threes that came late uh, in in the fourth quarter and some garbage time threes. So they went the other way and shot extremely poorly from three. That was going to be, I think, their one shot to kind of stick in this thing and, and potentially win it. But the shooting was just not there tonight for the Lakers. And that was um, essentially all she wrote once that happened. And I know we've got to talk a lot about the third quarter when they got to within one and and everything unraveled from there. And we'll talk about that. But ultimately, the Lakers' inability to hit shots, it it took away a chance to to potentially win this game. All right, joining me is Sean Davis. Sean, how are you doing?
2: What's going on, everybody? Sucks that we uh, weren't able to get the win. But um, get ready for game six.
1: Yeah. Got to get ready for it. Big game. Big game. Could decide the series. The winner of game six. And now, again, in terms of playoff momentum, playoff narrative, the storyline that a playoff series tends to follow, now the Lakers, it's on the Lakers to win game six. And this is typically what happens. You go home and you go win game six and you finish it out. The Lakers still have to do it. They still have to do it. And it's not Memphis isn't going to make it easy. Base Reality said, Schroeder, zero points. Troy Brown, zero points. Why play Lonnie four minutes? Yeah, I mean, Sean, I I literally looked down the roster. Nobody had a good game with the exception of AD. I mean, Troy Brown, 0 for 2 from 3. Dennis Schroeder, no points. I I think Schroeder's actually had kind of a rough series where he just hasn't made the offensive impact that we were seeing during the regular season. Troy Brown, I thought, had a decent game four. But for the series... He is now one for six, one for 10 from three, Troy Brown on the series. He's a 38% three-point shooter on the season and just has not been able to hit anything this series. It's been hurting the Lakers, the inability of of guys to knock down some of the looks that they're getting uh, all series long.
2: Yeah, and you know, you got to give, some credit to Memphis uh, for what they've been able to do defensively, but at the end of the day, Lakers do have to, to hit shots. So um again, like I'm personally I'm not even that upset. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. Um go, go back home. Yeah, I mean, also part of it is I had Lakers in six, so it's not like technically, you it. yeah. Exactly. It was more so like I, I had it kind of going this way, and then also I'm not even going to say that. But, yeah, Lakers did some things well that bode well for them potentially closing it out in game six. And this was a very bad LeBron James game. So, yeah, um, yeah. not even that upset, personally.
1: With only one day off between games, does LeBron get better? He, I think I he's out of gas. I
2: think he's out of gas, but I don't think he, like, tried to go down the guy. He played minutes for sure. Like, I'm not trying to take that off. But I don't think LeBron went – hundred percent LeBron tonight I think LeBron even kind of knew like yeah okay I'm not gonna I'm gonna take possessions off offensively I'm gonna settle for jumpers I'm not really gonna attack as much I'm gonna preserve myself for a potential fourth clo- uh fourth quarter after to close it out or for game six so um I do agree though LeBron LeBron um definitely is uh losing some to energy there but hopefully as it he's ready to go for game six.
1: Uh, Austin said that he is, um, he's just fine for game six. He banged knees with Jaron Jackson. People saw him limping a little bit during the game says he's totally fine. No, no big deal there. Uh, Darwin so far in the, the post game presser has said, um, they need to go defend home court like Memphis did in this one. They competed for most of the game, but couldn't make open looks, uh, credited Wenyan for making some, for getting some energy and, uh, Darvin decided, and Darwin's just been explaining some stuff out there in terms of what he he saw. So that's what's been said so far. Uh, he also said he would consider extending minutes for players in um, in Game Six. So yeah, so that's interesting. Extending minutes, so that means I mean, AD played 35 minutes in this one. LeBron played 37. I, I to me that says Darwin gets it. Like. You have to win Game Six, and so and if LeBron has to play forty two minutes to get there, if AD has to play forty, you know, whatever it is, that's just what you're going to have to do.
2: Yeah, you you got a shorty rotation. I don't want to see Beasley. I, I'm there now. I don't want to see Beasley in in Game Six. No Beasley. This needs to be an eight man rotation. Like I, I can, you can somewhat justify Troy getting minutes, but I no Beasley. Shorten down the rotation. And gave those minutes to Dennis. Give those minutes to I mean, Austin's already getting a bunch of minutes back to back 40 plus minute games for Austin. But I mean, Delo, you got to give those minutes elsewhere. I- I'm like you, Beasley, a lot. I would personally use you differently, but for the way they're using them, yeah, I- I've enough of Beasley this series.
1: Uh, Kasuke said Darwin is actually slow, he'll play the bums. Wenyon, Schroeder, Troy Beasley extended uh minutes but Rui who is our third or fourth best player will get benched for nothing goofiest coach ever yeah Rui Rui only played 21 minutes in this one which was a little bit of surprise he was in a little bit of foul trouble early in the game so that maybe maybe that pulled him from the rotation the Grizzlies also went small like really small they went because the Lakers were targeting Dylan Brooks so much and just letting him shoot and Brooks was three for 15 he was doing Dylan Brooks things and so the Grizzlies went to Luke Kennard, and that changed. Kennard was a plus twenty-six on the night. That changed the floor spacing for the Grizzlies and opened things up a ton. Um, so they went smaller. So that was probably part of the equation. And so the Lakers wanted to go smaller to, um, to respond to that. But nonetheless, it, seeing Rui only play twenty-one minutes, a little bit unsettling with how good he's been in the series. Absolutely. Uh, Joey, absolutely appalling rotations for him tonight. What was he thinking? Unforgivable. Darvin pulled AD right when the Lakers were on a run. and He's been doing it all season. He sticks to, this is what I'm supposed to do right now. This was my plan. And this is the time when AD is going to get pulled out. But you were on a run. You had closed it to one. You pull AD and then Memphis goes on on a huge run and ends the game in the third quarter. The game was over at that point. Um, And it all happened when he pulled AD out. Now, there was more to it than just AD getting pulled. Memphis just hit a bunch of shots, but they also were getting into the paint with no AD there to protect the rim. And you have to sit him at some point, but it was frustrating seeing him get pulled right then when the Lakers were making a surge. The momentum is behind you. Things are going your way it felt like Darvin Ham kind of pulled the plug on the Lakers run when he, when he pulled AD.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A moment like that. Cause it happened in the first half too, when he uh, pulled AD cause of yeah. how the rotation's been going. Um, yeah. You know, you, you gotta ride it out, ride out the momentum and you make the adjustment. You maybe just sit AD maybe a minute longer in the fourth or to start the fourth off, but yeah, uh, you can't pull AD in that, in that spot.
1: Uh, We've got another one who is very upset with Darvin Ham. Uh, Ham is a moron. He lost us the game in the third sitting AD. If we lose the series, I'm knocking him out. Darvin Ham is a big dude. I don't know. I have no idea how big this this person is, but um, his coaching decisions were God awful. What the hell is he thinking? He keeps making the same mistakes. I get the frustration. Um, Pulling AD right then wound up. I mean, I'm sure the hope was, okay, we got within one. We can be within five or something to end of the fourth quarter. We're in good shape, but it went the other way. Memphis went on a huge run as soon as you pulled AD out of the game. Again, he has to sit at some point, but yikes. They wound up, wound up just apps. It ended the game essentially when you made that move, but man, it was, it was tough to watch. It was definitely tough to watch. And I went into this game, assuming this was going to be a Lakers loss. I went in feeling like it was going to be a loss. Just, again, with all the context around the game, I kind of figured, okay, this one they're probably going to lose. But to get that close, and feel like, ooh, they're within one. If they keep this close into the fourth quarter, the pressure is going to really get on Memphis, and maybe you can get this thing done, and then you can get your guys some rest and everything before the second round. The opportunity was there, and then it was gone within a minute and a half, two minutes of game time, that's it. The game was over. Um, that was certainly frustrating to be that close to what would have been so huge to get that kind of rest for LeBron's legs, to get that kind of rest for AD and just to watch it all slip away. Very, very frustrating. Even going into this game, expecting a loss. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, the plot, we played a terrible game and the refs didn't help either. Ham needs to fix his rotations. Refs need to get their act together. AD fouled too much. The, The officiating was bad. It was bad. It's been bad in, out of five games in this series, it's been bad in four of them. Like, horrifically bad in four games in this series. Now, part of that, though, is the Lakers are a team that does a really good job defending without fouling and does a really good job getting themselves to the free throw line by attacking. A lot of that gets undone if you're having a game where the officials are just letting all kinds of stuff go. And some of it is absurd, some of the things that they're letting go. But when you're letting all kinds of stuff go, a team like the Lakers that's good at getting to the free-throw line, well, that goes away. There goes that, that advantage that you had. And that's a big deal. So I did think the officiating was very, very bad in, the, in this game. There were numerous calls that went against the Lakers, I'm sure. Memphis fans at one point were chanting, refs, you suck, which was as ridiculous as I could. I couldn't believe it. Given the way, and I'm biased, I'm going to see it through purple and gold lenses, but I felt the the Grizzlies had a big advantage in terms of how the game was being officiated. But um, it's amazing to me how many fouls are not called against Jaron Jackson Jr., what he's been getting away with all series long, with the exception of game three, which was the only game that I thought was correctly officiated. But that all of that said, this is not on the, the you don't lose by this much just because of the referees the lakers also made mistakes their rotation was you know making mistakes with that the lakers just did not shoot well enough to win a game with this kind of energy coming from your opponent so i am not saying this is on the officiating the officiating was an issue but the lakers are, have to look themselves in the mirror for why they lost this game
2: yeah exactly and if the lakers going to the post game uh, talking about the referees I, i'd be very i'd be very frustrated with that uh, just a lack of self awareness there um, kind of like you mentioned the lakers missed shots the lakers couldn't rebound the lakers couldn't um
3: mm-hmm.
2: couldn't protect the protect the paint well enough uh the lakers gave up two luke Kinar threes off of uh, missed missed uh, defensive rotations the referees didn't affect those plays the referees didn't affect those uh negative things going on so yeah it, it's on you and uh again it's, a lot of it's honestly very, very easy to fix. That's kind of why I'm like very mellow right now, or not jumping up and down in anger or excitement. Honestly, uh, not much to be excited about. But um, it's on you. It's on you. It's not the refs. It's not. I'm not even gonna going to give. It's not even Memphis. It's you. You lost this game. So fix it. Watch the film. Go through a walkthrough tomorrow or the day of the game. Let's go. Go end it in six.
1: So. Let's talk about the rotation because I I don't have the stats in front of me, but the rotation that we've been seeing in second quarters, mostly, and we saw it a little bit earlier in today's game, LeBron, Beasley, Troy Brown, Truder, and you got one more that's in there. And sometimes it's Rui. It gets crushed it's been it's been a problem. This was the first time all series the Lakers actually won the second quarter which was great to see. But that was also the lineup that was and uh, they pulled AD and instantly Memphis goes on a run against that group. What do you do if you're Darvin Ham? Because you can't you can't play your starters the entire game, but the poor shooting of that group. Again, Beasley has not shot well for the series. Troy Brown has not shot well for the series. Dennis Schroeder, who's had a great season has not been scoring the ball for you consistently. I mean, Brown is a minus 26, Schroeder's a minus 20, Beasley's minus 23. That's the game. The starters are mostly positives in terms of plus minus. Your bench was the group that got absolutely annihilated. What do you do if you're Darvin Ham?
2: You can do a better job staggering. Um, And I was able to make the... uh, to make that lineup justifiable from a scheme standpoint, because Memphis were not doing a good job attacking it uh, through the first four games um, and, and really hunting kind of the drop that LeBron or Ruby would be. And they did do a good job attacking it as well. So it's like, okay, sure. Cheap way to get AD some free minutes. Um, look, I, I, maybe this is a video I can do. I'll get a rotation builder, but essentially, mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of just having LeBron out there with the bench, right? I don't like that idea, or even AD with the bench, right? And they kind of changed it, where it's now Austin and LeBron on the bench. But still, um, you basically, so again, like I said, no more Malik Beasley. I'm I'm through with the Malik Beasley experiment, especially because you're not going to use him the right way. So um, you can go, so basically line up, you can start off the quarter with, you can go Dennis. Go Austin. You can um, go, if you really wanted to go big, this could be a good way to experiment with a wingy, switchy lineup. You could go Dennis, Austin, Ruby, Vando, LeBron to start off a second. And then uh, you, you let Delo and Delo AD come back. And so basically at all mm-hmm. times, there needs to be two of those four starters. Two of those four, meaning LeBron, AD, uh, LeBron, AD, Dan, no D'Lo. There we go in Austin. Two of those four, ideally, LeBron and AD with one of those guys. Um, not like D'Lo and Austin. I pr- prefer not at the same time. Um, we maybe put them on the floor with AD, but it, it can't be LeBron. Just one of those guys on the floor. It needs to be two of them. And no Beasley. Um, that's the that's the biggest fix I have right now. Just. No, no Beasley. Beasley.
1: That's the rule. No Beasley.
2: No Beasley um, and have two of those players on the floor at the same time.
1: All right, we're going to pause for just one moment. Needed to give a shout out to our sponsor, and that is Shady Rays. I love Shady Rays. This is, this is no joke here. This is not for an ad read or anything like that. Shady Rays have been my daily driver's sunglasses for years. Even before they became a sponsor, I literally have five pairs of Shady Rays because I've bought so many different styles. Um, They're absolutely phenomenal. So our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. They're an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even one on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked where your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. I can confirm this. I had my sunglasses sitting on the seat in my car. I sat on them. I broke them. I contacted them, got a replacement pair sent to me. This was a year and a half ago that, that this happened. And I and they sent me the replacement sunglasses. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff from them. I don't see that from sunglasses companies. Uh, with Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they've donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop with Shady Rays. They have your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving you their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code LakersNation. For fifty percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over two hundred thousand people. Shot. How many Lakers fans were losing their minds at the fact that Bo Bamba still can't get into a game? It's a it's a blowout, and he still got zero. Like he he just he cannot get on the floor at all. Lonnie Walker at least got into the game for five minutes. But it's a blowout, and he still can't get out there. I mean, I, I have no optimism that we're going to see him at all in this series. I even saw Kevin O'Connor of The Bringer was suggesting the Lakers try Mo Bamba out there for a little bit of floor spacing. He hasn't played. I, I just, if, if he doesn't get into garbage time at the end of this one, he's he's not getting on the floor. He's not going to put him out there in, in the game. If you didn't even put him out there, when the game is over to at least get into any kind of a rhythm, right?
2: Yeah. um, I found it very funny as well. Like dang, Mo can't even get in when we're down 20 in the fourth quarter or whatever it was. Um, But for meaningful Mo Bamba minutes, no, I, I still stand pat on no legit meaningful. I don't care if it's 10 minutes. No, no Mo Bamba. Not in this series. Um, I still stand pat on that, but I do agree. It's kind of hilarious that we couldn't even get him in the last three minutes of the game.
1: Man, uh, Matty James, LeBron played terrible, made stupid decisions in his shot selection in the second half, plus five turnovers. I get, he looks like he's out of gas. He, I, LeBron was one for, look at the, LeBron's three-point shooting in this series. One for nine from three in this game. One for seven last game. Oh, for four in game three. One for eight in game two. Three for eight in game one. I mean, he has not shot. He His shooting percentage has been in the teens ever since game one. He is shooting 17% from three in the series while taking eight, eight, seven, nine, and then four in another game. Like high volume three point. It's It's amazing that the Lakers are up in the series with LeBron shooting that poorly from three on that volume
2: yeah and that's kind of what I'm talking about when I said that I think LeBron was more so all right I'm gonna try but I'm not gonna exert as much energy if we can get it tonight sure and I'll I'll use that energy to close it off in in the fourth quarter but if not I'm gonna save my energy for game six and I hope that's what we see I hope that's what we see for sure
1: yeah I mean look if anything though Maybe regression is is coming for LeBron, and when he just goes berserk from three in this next game, Uh, they certainly need it because, man, he is not hitting these shots, and those those misses are adding up for the Lakers. Uh, Goes zero. Lakers were trailing by one point. Then all of these three-point attempt shots that were not falling cost them the game. Back to L.A. for game six. Job's not done. Yeah, indeed. Job is not done. Got to go back, get the win in game six now. Uh, it's fiddle said I can't defend Ham tonight. That AD on the bench lineup sealed the game. Jacking up threes as if that's the only way to score is blood boiling. Lakers in six. I mean I predicted Lakers in six. You did two before the series, so we're right on on schedule for that. This isn't quite the way we thought we would get there, but we're on schedule for that. Um, but yes, the the game ended when Darvin Ham pulled AD, and part of that was Memphis hit a bunch of shot. They had like eight possessions in a row when they scored. Um, but it was, I think the hope was we can maybe hang in there for a couple of minutes and then AD plays the whole fourth. Instead, the game was over before we even got to the fourth.
2: Chat, uh, any, remember, we do still have, or at least I plan on using my comment of the day still. So throw out any, let, let off all your anger and frustration. Me and Trevor will throw out that comment of the, of the show for sure.
1: Koa said Ham had four bench players on the floor against Ja and Bain, took AD out after cutting it to one, but wanted to play all his starters, went down 22. Uh, also, Beasley, Troy Brown, stay in Memphis. <laughs> They're not going to uh, let him
2: on the plane. Beasley, you can stay in Memphis. Troy Brown, you're going to have to drive back to LA.
1: <laughs> I think Troy Brown you actually need.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm going to say.
1: Man, if you just, you, we keep waiting for a... You know, three for five shooting binge from from Beasley. Six six for nine would be ideal if he played like fifteen minutes or something. Um, and it's just it just hasn't happened. It's just not happening. And uh, if he's not if he's not hitting threes, he's not bringing you much on the floor. So I do think that he probably gets removed from the rotation here. And yes, I am going to use my my comment of the night as well. I'll be looking for that, um, Kyle. Said, I may need to change my paint scheme after that one. Not ideal, but game six will be ours. Let's make it happen. Yeah, let's let's get game six now. Got to get it done. Have to Here. get game six.
2: Really quick. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting... <laughs> and I actually agree with this comment. That That is yep. why the Lakers shouldn't mess around or shouldn't have messed around in game two. Exactly. You win game two. We are already talking about the pros and cons of a Kings Warrior series. Yep. But instead... We have to go win a game six. Like, now maybe you, you can make the argument. I'm sure Grizzly fans will make the argument well, if the Grizzlies uh, lose game two, the game script's a little bit different. The series sure. script is a little bit different. Sure, maybe the Lakers lose one at home, but like, still, I'm going to live in the fantasy world that the Lakers still win game three and game four, and you just take care of business game two. We're not in the situation,
1: but that that definitely sucks for sure. Uh, Z dog said I was at the game in Memphis and the Lakers missed a lot of shots. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They, they, they looked like a tired team, which is kind of what we thought we would see. Uh, Tyler ain't worried. One bit Lakers in six. Then uh, the bums all happy. They finally won a game. So confident we're winning game six, betting five K on it. All right. I, I, I can't, I can't condone throwing a bunch of money down on it on a game, but it, it, do you, do you, I'm glad you're, you're confident in game six. Uh, beast mode if gabriel played tonight we need mo yeah nah i mean but how does the guy like i almost feel bad for the guy at this point like (laughs) he can't even get into garbage time minutes like i understand if wendian is ahead of him in the in the depth chart and so when you needed a bag you went to wendian who actually did a couple of good things out there but how do you not at least say hey mo here's some token minutes to go out there and at least run around and and do something.
2: Get cardio up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so much for LA winning with AD's big game. Yeah, AD was, was the only one who had a big game.
2: That was my reasoning for thinking LA was going to win. It was like, okay, AD, as frustrating as he is, when he has a bad game, he's going to bounce back. It's like, okay, cool. AD's going to bounce back. We're going to get the win. And AD bounced back. But every other Laker said, nah, I don't think scoring the basketball is fun tonight. Mm-mm. So
1: that's nice. Uh, Creo said, not trying to hate on Darvin Ham, but I've never heard him say something tactical like, AD, your man does this, then do this. It's just next play mentality. Are you talking it, about in the huddles? Yeah, he's talking about in the huddles and stuff, but that's not always what is put on TV. No, there, find me like more
2: than one coach that's ever done that in, in, the, in the mic'd up huddles, at least. Right. aired on TV. It's not happening
1: jason kelly darvin ham is not a top 10 coach in this league you can't win a chip without a top 10 coach not all bad but good grief imagine Spo.
2: frank vogel was not top 10 coach when he won that title
1: that's fair that's fair uh sabi wow ham 19 to 2 run and not a single timeout called i mean it all happened fast but still what a meltdown in the third unbelievable gotta close it out at home yeah i thought the the pressure was going to flip on a Memphis at that point. I'm like, Ooh, the Lakers get into the fourth and they've got it within like three, five, something like that. Oh, it's going to be an interesting finish. Correct.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong. So when we got down to one and then they pushed up to eight, he called a timeout then, right? The the real problem is, yeah, it's the letting it get back up to whatever. Well, like 18, that's the real problem, but he did technically call timeout, but, um, yeah, I, I think I'm not defending Darwin, but still,
1: it's the same. I, I think it's part of the, is the same concept as if uh, well the the uh, the thought that the Lakers make no adjustments. That's not really what the problem is, right? What people are saying when they say the Lakers make no adjustments, it's that the Lakers adjustments didn't work, right? Because the Lakers do make adjustments to things that happen on the floor. But when they don't work, people go to, oh, they clearly didn't make an adjustment. No, the adjustments they made just didn't work. In this case, Darvin Ham called a timeout, but it didn't stop the momentum for the Grizzlies. It didn't stop the bleeding. It didn't turn things around. And so then we don't even remember the timeout. It's just, oh, he didn't call a timeout. And I'm again, I've criticized Darvin a ton for not being aggressive enough with his timeouts, for not calling them at the right moments, for letting things go too far. And I thought that happened again here. But I don't know that that would have stopped anything unless he had subbed that group out and said, nope, AD, get back out there. I don't think that was, yeah.
2: Really quick. So the problem with the timeout was a call timeout and did it put AD back in the game? That's really the problem is you call timeout to stop the bleeding, but the way to stop the bleeding was putting that 6'10 dude that's a top 10 player back in the game. So like that is factual. But, like, in terms of a tactical adjustment, they did, and it worked. The problem was it worked because AD was on the floor. Now, what I'm talking about is the first half, Desmond Bain goes berserk. Second half to start off the half, Lakers start blitzing, hedging, putting two on the ball and ball screens more. And to start off that second half, it was phenomenal. That's how the Lakers got on their run. Give D'Lo some credit as well. They forced some turnovers and things of that nature. You try to keep doing that with Anthony Davis on the floor, it's not gonna work because it's LeBron James or Rui Hachimura in a ball screen. So, and again, I'm not defending Darby, I'm just trying to add more context to the situation. But I'm agreeing with you. The timeout sucked, or the lack thereof of timeout sucked. Not putting AD back in the game sucked. The offense in general without AD on the floor sucked. All these things I'm agreeing with you on just adding more context to the situation.
1: Uh just B Z. It's the biggest concern for AD for game six is AD's consistency. Yeah. If you get like AD's been good game, bad game, good game, bad game, good game, bad. Like if we get bad game ad in terms of Yikes. off it, it, defensively, he's been great consistently. If you get inconsistent, though, AD on offense next game, that's that's a problem. Um Ree said, set it before the playoffs. Ham will cost us in the playoffs 74, 73 with three or four minutes to play. Yeah, it's not not ideal what we saw tonight. And again, I think you even go back to game two and you say this, you should be relaxing at home right now. You've had to play two extra games now because I don't think you came out with the energy you needed to in game two. And so that, that game really is coming back to hurt you here. Oh man, Danny, I don't consider myself a violent person, but every time I see Troy Brown or Beasley get subbed into the game, those intrusive thoughts start taking over. We won't get far with him. I mean, it's been rough. It's been rough. And Troy Brown, you just need him to hit a couple of – he does okay defensively. You just need him to knock down a couple of threes every now and then. Just don't shoot 10% for the series. You just can't do that. And Beasley, it's it's not going to happen. You know how
2: bad it's got to be for Trevor Lane himself to say, hey, just don't shoot 10% from three in a playoff series. It will be more – shoot 20% from three in a playoff series. Good
1: just, lord! I mean, thirty percent, right? Just knock down a few. Just be a threat out there. Instead, it, look, we said this going in. The Lakers have, despite LeBron and AD, LeBron and AD being the focal point of the team, makes people think the Lakers have an old team. They don't. The entire rest of their team is in their twenties, except for Tristan right. Thompson. Right? Um, They have a fairly young team, and so we wondered going in: was you know, will the moment be too big for some of these guys? And you got to wonder, is the moment too big for Troy Brown right now? I thought he had a couple of good moments in game four, but the shots just aren't falling and you need them to start falling. Uh, And, and for Beasley, I think we're done. I think we're done with the, with the Beasley thing. Uh, You just, you just can't do it. And if it means you got to turn to Lonnie, then turn to Lonnie. I'm okay with that. If it means you have to shorten the rotation, you shorten the rotation. If the shots aren't falling, he gets all of his value from his three point shooting. If that isn't there, you can't have him on the floor. And I wish I could say, well, at some point he's going to come back around. I think it's not till next season that the shots going to start coming back around. I think we may be, and I hope Here. I'm wrong. If he plays, I hope he goes berserk and starts hitting a bunch of threes. But they're just not falling. They're just unless it's garbage time. In garbage time, they fall. In garbage <laughs> that's time, that's three fall. point shooter in the NBA <laughs> in garbage time. In garbage time, when the game doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. they they've been dropping for him, but. Man, I mean that's that's rough. He was 2 for 6 in this one, but again, he had garbage time play there. Uh LeBron looked tired as expected. We close it in game 6. Question we have for you. To close it in game 6 now. Yeah.
2: Do you still bring Beasley back? I I still say yes.
1: <clears throat> so, I've been looking at this and I keep saying yes even if you're going to use trade him up. as a trade chip or something. Right. But now with the new CBA rules, for going into the super tax as oh. Keith Smith and I are calling it. Okay. We're hitting that tier two of the tax, which makes it so you can't use your taxpayer mid-level. Picking up that $16.5 million option might not be an immediate yes. Mm. Because of how, like how much is Delo going to make? How much is Austin going to make? How much is Rui going to make, right? You start stacking those up. And suddenly you start getting into that, that territory. So I do wonder if they pick that up given the new rules coming in. And I have to sit down and really look at the math and really look at what makes sense. And again, the big variable is how much do these free agents make? That's going to matter a ton. But I wonder if that's going to be a factor here. And we wind up just seeing Beasley either walk or you signed him to a new deal that's cheaper on a per year basis. I think I would prefer the latter than just having him walk away. But if the math starts getting close, I think he and Mo Bamba are two guys that you, you, maybe you just walk away from and maybe you go that way. I again, I would prefer to say, no, just keep them. So you have those salaries on the books to use in future trades. But with this new super tax thing, eliminating your taxpayer mid level, I don't know if you can do that. We'll see. Brutal. Uh, it's fiddle. Did Rui do something to ham? What in the actual F is him on the bench about? <laughs> it, I, I really think it came down to the Grizzlies found something by going small by the Lakers have been picking on Dylan Brooks by making him shoot. And the Grizzlies said, okay, we're going to go smaller and get Dylan Brooks off the floor. So you can't pick on him anymore. And so I think the Lakers tried to go small to respond. That's the only thing that makes sense to me because otherwise Rui has been good enough in this series to where, Twenty-one minutes in this game doesn't doesn't make sense,
2: and then you combine that with the foul trouble. So I'm I'm in agreement I'm in agreement with Trevor. I think it's a combination of they were trying to counter the small ball with the Grizzlies and the fact that Ruby got in the foul trouble in the first mm-hmm. half. I think
1: that's but, what but it also comes down to. twenty-six minutes in game four, and I think you could argue that if D'Lo doesn't foul out with a couple minutes to go in the fourth. Sure. Rui doesn't play those last couple of minutes in the fourth and doesn't get five extra minutes in overtime. So we're right back to about 21 minutes, and he only played 22 minutes in game three. Yeah. Is this just the rotation? And if so, how big of a mistake is that?
2: I hope not. And again, I'm talking myself into the rotation builder idea. I'm going to do that. Try to get out for you guys before game six.
1: All right. Fourth quarter, the game was over. He let LeBron and AD play these minutes. I didn't understand. He should rest LeBron for Friday. Now I'm really concerned about Friday. I mean, look, we were livid. Yeah, we were losing our minds on uh, on playback, uh, playback.tv slash Lakers Nation. We're watching the game and and just if you have and look, the game's over. Get LeBron out. Get get AD out. I mean, AD fell, landed on there. his on his tailbone. Like there was no reason for that. No reason to have those guys out there. I know the thought was maybe we can come back. And they actually did get Memphis to go on a a scoring drought for like four minutes. Memphis didn't score. But the Lakers didn't didn't have it going on offense either. They didn't really – they got closer. They got it to like 14 or something. But, man, I mean, you need every bit of rest. Like, if there were two days off between games, I'd feel a lot better. I'm worried that one day off between now and game six – is not enough time to fix what's going on with LeBron because he looked like he was just running on fumes in this game.
2: Look, take it from me, Chat. all right? There's one person you should believe it's me as a Chargers fan, right? Last game of the season, we're still playing Mike Williams in a meaningless game, and he gets hurt. So when AD got hurt, my light art when he got fouled and no foul called and he messed up his tailbone, life flashed before my eyes. It was all... Chargers heartbreak all over again. So, yes, very very livid. AD had uh actually gone injured there. I there wouldn't be enough words to uh mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh face reality. Dilo takes too long to get going come off the bench who are you starting? Dennis He's been awful this <laughs> year. He's not been. He's not been good. And that's the other thing, right? It's not just been one play. It's been Dennis who hasn't been nearly as impactful as he was during the regular season. Troy Brown has not shot well. Malik Beasley's not shot well. That's been. It's been a big problem for the Lakers. And hopefully that it, look series. The the energy around a series. What works? What doesn't work? It can. Sh- it shifts significantly. So hopefully these guys. Hopefully the Lakers win Game Six and then against the Kings or the Warriors, Dennis gets going and, and you see better play for But it's been tough for the Lakers bench right now. When Rui doesn't have it going, the bench has been struggling, just struggling. Uh, Josh Crockett said, I have no desire to suffer twice in reality. And then in retrospect, Sophocles, uh, next game, the ball is in our court, in our house. I'm not going to say like if you, I'm not going to say the winner of game six wins the series but that may be the way it plays out. Like if you don't win game six, if you're the Lakers game seven is going to be, I would, I would not favor the Lakers to win game seven. If it goes back to Memphis for game seven, how about we don't go there? I'm not sure. I can. That's that's why I'm saying you, you have to approach like the energy, the Grizzlies brought to game five. You have to match that game six. You have to bring that energy for game six because you have to win game six.
2: Exactly.
1: Uh, wicked Bronco. Refs have been atrocious all series long. At some point, if I'm one of the Lakers, I speak out publicly post game. Can't wait to see Jaw and Brooks front run post game. Uh, we better thirty ball them in in L.A. in Game Six. Yeah, I haven't looked to see um, it what, what they said if they said anything. But yes, they refused to speak after the Grizzlies lose. I'm I would imagine they probably talk after this one.
2: You had a tweet that I love, by the way, at Trevor right. underscore Lane. The those are the long lines. of "It's going to be really convenient when jaw and Dylan Brooks speak to the media tonight.
1: Oh, I or said so. Will Will, will jaw and Dylan Brooks speak to the media tonight? I, I assume they were going to because that's what they are. That's what they are. Front runner team. Um, all right. <clears throat> Let's see what else we've got here. Obviously, we're not doing awards tonight. We will do the Master Lock in in a minute here. But Jared said, I'm sure the Grizzlies are going to be talking. Uh, Absolutely. Master Lock, Maddie James says, Master Lock, the Lakers rebounding and lack of urgency to close this out. Also, what was with these refs? Lakers got no call. Memphis gets every little touch foul. So the uh, Lakers wound up with 14 offensive rebounds. Memphis had 14 offensive rebounds. The rebounding battle itself was close, 54 to 52. But yet, I think this sentiment is not wrong. Like, no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark, the Lakers should have an edge in the rebounding department. And yet they did not in this game. And especially, some of these rebounds for the Lakers came in garbage time. They were losing the offensive rebound battle for a good chunk of the game. Um, I mean, four offensive rebounds for Jaron Jackson, three for Tillman. Two for John Morant. Like they just added up to a lot to the point where the Grizzlies, uh, through most of the game, shot a lot more than the Lakers did. Now they finished with seven more shot attempts, but just shot better from the field, better from three, um, better from the free throw line. Yeah. You can't give teams like that extra chances, especially when you're having such a poor shooting night yourself. We're going to pause for just a moment to talk about game time. Ticket buying can be a very stressful experience. Personally, I am always trying to make sure that I'm getting the best deal. And that's not always easy to know. You have to go fully through the checkout process. Sometimes one app will say one thing, another app won't give you the final price until the end. It is a nightmare. But buying tickets to your favorite events Shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They've got killer deals on last minute tickets and a best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun that you are going to have. Forget about planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. So you suddenly find yourself with a little bit of time. You have some friends that wanna go do something grab tickets on game time. Game time, the guarantee means that you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their best price game time guarantee. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You even get images of your receipt before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect. When you arrive snag tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use the code Lakers nation for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem the code Lakers nation for $20 off download game time today, last minute tickets lowest price. And and the officials, I sure hope the officials turn things around for game six. We need whoever ref game three. That's who we need for game six. Because that was, again, the only uh, game that I thought was properly officiated. Uh, Wicked Bronco. Ham needs to play Lonnie and Mo over Wenyan and Max. Now, if I see more minutes for Malik or Troy, I will actually go insane. See, Troy, I think, actually does okay defensively and at least has a chance to get a rebound. His shots just start falling. Beasley. If the shot's not falling, that's it. You're not. There's nothing else you're going to really get from him. So I think Troy and Beasley, I, I separate the two, differentiate the two because of that. Troy can give you some stuff if his shot isn't falling. You would prefer, obviously, his shot falls. Beasley can't. He says Malik needs to be sent to China. Send Troy to the G League. What was the point of playing AD and Braun when the game was over? Yeah, we just talked about that part. But, but Max Christie, I don't think he's getting minutes in this one.
2: I don't think he's getting minutes. I would personally love it, not just to fit my narrative, um, but to just I think Max Christie in terms of matching up with these teams they're gonna be facing like this series, Max Christie on Desmond Bain would be nice. Max Christie in a second round matchup on a Kevin Herder, on a Klay Thompson, like like things like that. Um, it would be cause his just chasing ability on these screens off or on ball, and then his ability, he's a 40% catch-and-shoot three-point shooter this year with the Lakers. Um, And He's not going to come off of pin-downs and stuff like that, which actually, Max Christie makes a lot more sense with this roster, with the way this coaching staff calls out plays, than Malik Beasley does. Because Beasley is not nearly as good of a spot shooter in a Lakers jersey as uh, Max Christie is, and it's not like they're running their off-screen stuff for Beasley anyway. So if you're going to play Max, there's kind of a reason for that. So um, I agree, though. I don't think they're going to. There's been no indicators of Max Christie getting any meaningful playoff minutes. Not yet. Next year, though.
1: Agreed. Agreed. By the way, the Lakers open as a four and a half point favorite for Friday's game, uh, which is exactly what Memphis was for tonight's game. Uh, Aaron said, you guys coached. It's not a video game. What if Bomba keeps showing up hungover to practice? Not saying that it's true. But trust the staff on this one. So he's responding to everybody who's been saying play Mobama, saying maybe the coaching staff has other reasons. Like saying he's showing up hungover to practice—that's a little extreme. But yeah. saying that there, there, that maybe there's a reason why, beyond what we just see on the floor, why Mobama not getting minutes right now. Good point, though. I mean, there could be more to it. There could be.
2: But there could be some mo issues. Oh God. That was bad. <laughs> that, that that was bad. That was a reach. no. But
1: but I needed that. I need. I think we're all feeling a little down right that right now. So sometimes we need want, a, a bad pun. Do you
2: want some mo jokes?
1: <laughs> we might. We might. We might need some. We might need some. Um, man, I'm. In fact, like I'm, I'm feeling so down. Like I almost feel sick right now. Like I, I just feel like low energy and kind of down. Like I, like maybe I'm coming down with a case of the Beasles. No, that was worse. That was worse. <laughs> um, Miles Gaines, get Troy Brown out of here, please. Oh, Troy. I, again, I, I hope Troy. We need a Troy Brown bounce back. Game shooting to three. He's actually shot well from three for the Lakers. Beasley hasn't. Um, you need a Troy Brown bounce back. You need you need something. Game six. We need one Mo win.
2: <laughs> Send me all your best Mo Bomba puns at Sean underscore D A V I on Twitter.
1: Manage Nobly's bald spot. No shock. Short turnaround and desperate Grizz equals game six. This Again, it's what I expected. I didn't expect it to be this much of a blah. And I said going in that if the Lakers had an opportunity to win it, then I would be disappointed if they didn't seize, didn't take advantage of that opportunity. Unfortunately, I think they kind of did. But, oh, Sky, I don't want to see any Mo Grizzlies in the playoffs after Friday.
2: I agree. Shout out to
1: Sky. (laughs) Yes. Agreed. Scorpio Sky coming up big there. Uh, Adam Silver shoved the whistles down the refs' throat before the game. He wants Game Six extra extra money for everyone. It did seem like the officiating went the way the Grizzlies needed it to um, in this one, but again, I don't think that was everything that cost the Lakers this game. But it, it's fr- it is it's been a frustrating watch this series, the entire series really has, because it's felt pretty rough on the the officiating side of things. Yeah. Ham needs to be asked why Beasley sees minutes over others. I think that's why he got out cuz like when you're a reporter in the room, you don't want to say you don't want to suggest that the coach doesn't know, right? You don't want to throw so hey, you know, why don't you just do this? Right? Like you can't do that when you're in in the press room. Um I I told the line one time and asked Luke Walton about using Kyle Kuzma in a different way. And that mm. I kind of, I got a look from it, like, like, you know, you, you think I haven't thought of that or anything, but I was asking what everybody was wanting to know. Why aren't you using Kuzma in this? And he gave a response to it and everything, but still um, in general, you don't want to necessarily just say, Hey, Beasley sucks. Why is he playing these minutes? Like you can't do that in, in the presser, but you come up with other ways to get that answer out of them. And I think that's what asking Darwin about, would he shorten the rotation? for the next game that's what was really being asked without actually asking it that way and so that's why when we get that comment about darvin saying he would consider shortening the rotation or or cutting down on minutes and things like that that's what was was essentially being asked without specifically saying hey why are you playing beasley so i think we kind of got that answer i hope so Trevor and Sean, how far do you see the Lakers going?
2: Do you want my Laker bias answer or realistic answer?
1: Uh, let's go realistic. Conference finals? I can see it. I think I, I said earlier today that if the Lakers can't figure out their AD issues where you're getting consistent games out of AD and you're not getting these like 13 shot attempts, 12-point games out of AD... Um, you're not going to go very far, but yeah, I can see conference finals. I don't like there's been enough moments in this series where I've thought that's not what a championship team does to make me think championships probably unlikely for this group. It's not completely out of the question, which pre-trade deadline, it was out of the question, right? <laughs> so you got to give them a lot of credit credit there, but there've been enough things that we've seen between game two and this game and just the way we the the way we've seen this series play out, look, the Lakers are the seven seed, the Grizzlies are the two seed. The fact that the Lakers are up three two right now, heading back home, is remarkable. But there's been enough that I've seen where I've gone, eh, I don't know if this is what you see out of a championship level group. Um particularly I think they're the year. What's that?
2: I think they're a year away. And that sucks because LeBron James and Anthony Davis are LeBron's your two best not. players.
0: LeBron but doesn't Brian, have LeBron's
2: not exactly like if somehow some way LeBron James is still a top 10 player next year I'll put I'll say it on April 26 2023 the Lakers yeah. will win the championship next year if LeBron James is still a top 10 player but
1: yeah and yeah when I say LeBron doesn't have another year I mean he can't approach it as though he's got any more time because we don't know exactly. what he's going to look like a, a year from now he if he, he may still be a great player next year and if he is fantastic But LeBron can't approach it like, hey, I've got another year to build this thing out. So that's unfortunate. Um, But again, we'll see. We'll see how this all plays out. In the West, anything can happen. And matchups determine a lot. So you just, you never know. Never know. Um, This may get my comment of the night. And it's a super chat. I was going to pick a non-super chat. But uh, Bernie said, Lakers, never going to give you up. Never going to say goodbye. Never going to tell a lie and desert you. You know the game and win. we know the game and win.
2: I love how this super chat leaves out, you know, after the never going to give you up, it's never going to let you
3: down.
1: (laughs) That's true. That was, that was a, an important omission there. Um, Yeah. I like that, that this comment, like Rick rolls the entire, the entire Lakers nation audience while still somehow making it Lakers-related.
2: Well then, done, oh, sir. Wait, one last thing. He also leaves out the never-going-to-make-you-cry part
1: as well. <laughs> That's Important awesome. omissions. Important omissions. Uh, Bryson, Master Lock future 10-point game from AD in game six. That can't happen. Cannot happen.
2: No. Mm-mm.
1: Can't happen. Uh, Adam said Ham's lack of ability to call a timeout at the end of the third to stop the bleeding is a key example of why he's not qualified for the coaching position. I am I really want to see if Memphis, and we'll see what Luke Kennard's status is. He hurt his shoulder. If Memphis does this again, and I'm sure they will, if they go small again how, and they pull Dylan Brooks off the floor because Dylan Brooks has been the Lakers' best player defensively. Um, <laughs> he's been the best, he, he's been, I shouldn't say that when the Lakers have AD, but the Lakers best defense has been Dylan Brooks offense. Um, If the Grizzlies start pulling him off the floor and putting Luke Kennard in the way you counter for one thing, you've got to get better at um, contending and, and contesting three point shots. But you also have to say, okay, if Kennard's on the floor and not Dylan Brooks, then we're really going to punish you getting to the rim. We're really going to use our size advantage. And I don't, know if we saw that i don't think we saw that out of the lakers in this game but i'd like to see some some a big adjustment to that lineup from the lakers in game six because you know it's coming now
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
3: Exactly.
1: No, it's coming. All right. Arun said that third is going to give me nightmares tonight. Yeah. It's going to be a long wait for game six. I wish it was a longer wait. I wish we had like three days off. I would feel much better about game six. If there were three days off between games or even two days off, but still waiting two days to get to game. Six, it feels like it. it's going to take forever to get to Friday.
2: Uh, really quick. This is from A.D. postgame. A.D. said about his minutes, he says, I'll play 48. That's what you prepare during the season for. If it takes 42, 45, 48 minutes to get the job done, I'll do so. He also adds on that his hip, it felt fine tonight. He uh, tells Yovan of the Athletic that I'm doing everything I can to make sure I'm able to play and be on the floor to help the team. Uh, Quick stats for you before I let you go, Trev. Um, A.D., are in the minutes without Anthony Davis on the floor tonight. So the first quarter AD sits. Uh, and the Lakers are small. It's 13-4 favoring Memphis. Okay. 13-4 run with Memphis. The Lakers to start the second with Gabriel win now, still technically small, but Gabriel win five four Memphis. Okay. And the third quarter, no AD. The Lakers go small. 7-0 Memphis run. And then to start off the fourth. This is still no AD, but with Gabriel back in, 7-6 Memphis. So Memphis is winning the no AD minutes, but six minutes with Gabriel, 12-10 to 10 favoring Memphis. Four minutes, and shout out to this tweet, 48 seconds of small ball five, no winning, no AD, is 20-4 to four favoring Memphis. Good Lord. In five minutes, not even five minutes. Brutal.
1: Yeah, that's rough. I'd be curious to see what the... What the numbers are for the whole series, with the with oh. no ad, <laughs> that's that's a problem. Maddie, James, Sean, you're pushing it with these puns. Please, no bow. Masterlock.
2: What's the masterlock? My puns are people wanting Mo Bama to play.
1: I don't know. It Could be both. Lakers are giving me Mo depression. <laughs> oh, let's get it. Let's get into that. Let's do that before we get too far into this.
4: Master Lock of the night.
1: I guess it has been an hour here that we've been venting already, but um, Master Lock of the night. What are you master locking, Sean?
2: The, the Lakers not ending the series when they should have. Like, like I, I, I don't want to get lost on like how important it is to get this extra rest. Pray that Golden State series goes seven games. Get the extra rest. Get as it an advanced scouting report. And preparation done as possible. And while also at the same time getting LeBron the, the rest he needs. Sure, we could talk, I can go more in depth about the game individually, but we've done that for an hour. So I'm going to let Trevor pick from the actual game. But the fact that you couldn't get the win due to self inflicted, you know, mistakes, carelessness, you know, lack of timeout usage, um, lineups rotations, whatever you want to call it, sure. But the the fact that you couldn't get the win, you couldn't have ended the series and gotten some extra rest and get ready for that second round matchup is really, really frustrating. So um get get give me that one personally.
1: Okay. I am gonna go with uh LeBron AD, the starters playing minutes when the game was already over. Uh that was frustrating, sure. scary when AD hit the ground Yep. I, I thought Darvin Ham needed to get those guys out of the game, get them rested. I said, let them leave. Get get them back on the plane and send them home and, and rest them up. Um, they need all the rest they can get. I thought tonight's loss, yes, it was energy. Yes, it was shooting. A lot of it was just they were more tired than the Grizzlies were. And the only solution for that is rest. And if you had a chance to get them any more minutes off of their bodies in the fourth quarter, you needed to do it. So that was uh, that's getting my master lock. Darvin Ham leaving the starters in even past when the game was essentially over. Um, I'm pulling this up from cleaning the glass. And I don't know if tonight's game is in this or not. I don't think so. But the Lakers, without Anthony Davis on the floor, in the playoffs, are minus 13.6 points per 100 possessions.
2: Somehow that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, But and- granted, it's not a ton it- of minutes. So like... For it to be minus thirteen point six in what twenty minutes throughout the entire series, that's that's really really bad.
1: Well, it they but it extrapolates out per one hundred possessions. So okay, fair, but still, um, they, it's, they've spent a total of one hundred and four possessions without AD on the floor. How many? Now, of, what's that? How many possessions? One hundred and four. Okay, possessions with no AD the Dennis Schroeder, Beasley, Troy Brown, Rui, LeBron lineup is minus 4.7 points per 100 possessions. Um, 27 possessions, LeBron, Rui, Troy Brown, Austin into the mix in place of Beasley is plus 13.3 points. Now, Oh, well, there you go. That's a small sample size of 27 possessions and again, I don't if that if tonight's game is not in here that changes everything. But AD on the floor. Plus Mm. 10.7 points per 100 possessions. So it really, it just, it comes down to, is Anthony Davis in the game or not?
2: Right? AD, you're playing 45
1: minutes Friday (laughs) night. Whoa. What? I just ran no LeBron on the floor. Plus 53. Wow. It's a tiny sample. LeBron has played a lot, so it's a tiny sample size. But the Lakers went on a run with Russell Reeves, Rui, Vando, and Anthony Davis in 22 possessions. There's 100 possessions of no LeBron on the floor, and the Lakers are a plus 53.
2: Do we. That's small have... sample
1: size noise coming in.
2: Are there a ton of no LeBron? Well, like AD with the bench unit, but no LeBron. I'm curious. We're kind of uh, going off on a tangent here. I'm curious. I haven't checked cleaning the glass in a little while, actually.
1: So AD, no LeBron, is plus fifty six points per one hundred possessions. Jeez. So they're destroying Memphis right now with LeBron off the floor, and AD on. Well. Take a look but at again, time. I don't know if tonight's game is in that, and and so I don't want to say those are, are gospel here. But still, that's interesting. Yeah, um, hmm. yeah. Those are crazy numbers. Crazy, and again, I don't know if that includes tonight's game or not. And that's not saying LeBron's been bad. Like I think part of that is LeBron has been in those second quarters a lot, where it's LeBron and the bench yeah and so that is bleeding into these numbers i don't think the key i don't think that the message isn't just benched lebron and makes the lakers better i think it underscores how bad the unit is where ad's off and lebron's on with bench points how much that group is is struggling
2: trevor i think we found your new nickname trevor the analytics lane
1: the analytics trevor and his analytics It is a small sample size, though. Oh, man. All right. Well, all of that being said, Lakers Nation, we've got game six coming. Comes up on Friday. Lakers are going to need to win that one. It's Coming up 7.30 Pacific time on Friday. Crypto.com oh, Arena better be loud. The entire game needs to be loud and fired up because the Lakers must win game six thank you guys for joining us tonight not the celebratory show we were hoping to have but hopefully the lakers can fix things in game six and move on to the next round till next time everybody see ya and stay safe
4: it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust